Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, the number one best-selling award-winning book. Uh, Sensitivity is your superpower. Navigating the clickety-clack, how to stay peace-filled in a seemingly toxic world. Guide to healing chronic pain and evolutionary healer. I am so happy to be here with you today because uh, we are doing um, uh, our first Monday of the month session with Dr. Dennis Loebstein. And, um, and we are going to be doing Q&A today. So we have been together, gosh, eight years, something like that. And <laughs> well, more than that, actually, if you count us not doing the show. And we have uh, done all sorts of, um, you know, talk about uh, different topics, different symptoms, different systems, different organs, different glands, uh, you know, the spiritual stuff, manifesting, um, you know, helping all aspects of your physical body and life, etc with the help of LifeWay Phototherapy Patches. And since we have archived so many shows on my website, patchtrainingteam.com, and by the way, that's where the notes are, where I keep all the notes from um, most, if not, uh, yeah, most of our sessions here on the radio show. Um, we're, I'm just, you know, we're just going to do Q&A from now on because um, we have addressed so many different topics. And uh, we want to have time, you know. Uh, the other thing, too, is that um, I recently bowed out of my uh, Facebook group that I had created um, that, uh, you know, allows people from all different uh, teams to be on. And it was just uh, overwhelming, the amount of um, uh, support that we were doing. And uh, one of my team members, Anna, she's so kind, has taken over that group to help people out. And um, I've just had to focus on my group. But once a month, you get to be here with me and Dr. Dennis and uh, have a chance to ask us if you want to hear it from the big cheese, <laughs> um, how we feel about different protocols and things like that. So you can ask, um, ask any question you would like related to how to um, optimize those uh, symptoms and patch. Um, doesn't matter what patch you're talking about. Doesn't matter what symptoms. Just make sure that we avoid uh, talking about disease names. Um, so don't ask, um, how do I patch for Parkinson's? We're not going to be able to answer that question. But you can say, how do I, you know, how do I patch for symptoms related to tremors or shaking or stiffness or pain or hormonal? Um, you know, supporting hormonal imbalances, um, you know, things like that. So we can ask, you know, answer questions related to that. And there's two ways that you can ask a question. Number one um, is you can dial in 818-514-1190, hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190, hit one so we know you have questions. The second way you can do it is join the chat. So if you're long distance, you don't want to pay, you know, um, phone for you know, this U.S. number, you can join the chat, uh, which is working today Woohoo! on Blog Talk Radio, and you can ask your question there. So we're going to take questions from, you know, the phones, the chat, um, go back, kind of go back and forth. And um, if you, uh, so just for future reference, in case you can't make it, but really want to be part of this uh, every month, um, there is an event on Facebook on the make sure I get the right word here. Um, it's on the, we have to change our, our uh, URL recently. So um, LW Phototherapy Patch Training Team. So it's an event by LW Phototherapy Patch Training Team. And you can also put your questions on the event page. Um, it, it, it would be called the discussion. So um, if you click 
of, there's an about and then there's a discussion on the discussion you can just um, click in here and we do have some folks that um, did ask some questions so we'll get to you guys as well um, as best we can in the next hour or so so dr. Dennis is joining me uh, we've been together for many 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 years and um, he is an expert in multiple things but including matrix energetics and also a doctor of um, Asian medicine and Qigong and uh, he's been helping us out with the underlying theories and acupuncture points and things like that. He knows a heck of a lot more than I do. I'm just going to be honest uh, related to that. Uh, I know what I know through, you know, the Western viewpoint, I'm a medical doctor and uh, uh, learned acupuncture through the Helms Institute in California. And um, that was actually French energetics, interestingly. So I don't have that traditional Chinese medicine uh, as in-depth um, uh, as uh, Dr. Dennis has. So it's just really wonderful. And we are so grateful um, to have him here with us every month, just volunteering to help us out. So thank you, Dr. Dennis, and welcome. We, Dr. Karen, so pleased and glad to be here with you all again. Yes, yes. This is so fun. I, I find it so fun. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to do our Q&A today, and uh, what we'll have people do is uh, if you are on the phone, you can raise your hand just by hitting one on your dial pad, and that'll put your hand up so I know to unmute you. And I will share the first three digits of the um, area code. And if there's multiple of the same, I don't think there are. No, we're good. Um, and then you can just let us know your first name. So we don't know, you know, need to know more than that, but just your first name and then what symptom or things that you're dealing with or someone that you're helping to patch. Uh, and then we'll talk about how best to go about that. Okay. So again, the number to call is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. You can also put questions in the chat. And I'll also uh, share questions from the event pages as well. Okay, so first up, area code 678. Hi. Who's this? I am not hearing Hi. you. Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, great. First name? Hello. 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 There's a, there's Hello. a delay in answering because of the who knows why. But anyway, uh, so what's your question? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yep, but I don't think she can hear us for some reason. Um, uh, I can hear you. Okay, so there's a delay. You you? So you just talk. Just let us know what's oh. going on. And we might be talking over each other. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I'm actually calling for a friend with her permission, Lynn. And um, she has nerve pain. And after a year, no one can find out why. It is in the torso, so it could have been maybe a shingles thing that happened, but not overtly, or could could be a bone issue. But she's trying to figure out what patching protocol. I've given her stem cell 39 on the neck, because th there does seem to be a little stenosis in the neck and then a little degeneration in the okay, lower can spine. Okay, can you tell us uh, what the pain, where the pain is exactly? Well, it's mainly kind of throughout the torso and the body, kind of uh, that feels hot. 
And okay. so she uses ice and then some in the arms. But it's kind of a pulsating type of pain versus just a sharp pain. Right. Um, <clears throat> doesn't sound like a nerve pain to me. Just wanted to share with you nerve pain is um, like a, it's very severe, but also a lightning pain that goes down one area of the body, generally speaking, like on the side of the leg. Sciatic pain, for example, would be pain in the sciatica, uh, sorry, pain in the sciatic nerve that goes down the butt and past the knee. So if she's having this type of pain throughout the entire upper torso, the body and the arms, um, there is a very rare condition that it could be, but they would have already diagnosed it uh, through an MRI in the neck, um, whereby, you know, something's pushing on the spinal cord and that would be um, called emergency and also uh, surgery. So since she's not getting surgery for that, um, I don't think it's nerve pain, but it doesn't really matter because we're just treating pain. So it's a pulsating pain through the upper torso and both arms. Did I get that right? Yeah, and there's a little bit sometimes in the lower back, so it could be from two different sources, you know, because there is some degeneration in L4, L5, but I think most of it is um, just kind of pulsing through the body. Um, And she did get, I mean, she's using the patches, but she did get stem cell treatment too that did cut the pain in half, whatever that means but okay and how long has she been on the x39 and ice waves um i I guess since around uh, december okay and has that helped her pain at all no that's why she's wondering if she needs to put it somewhere else or if there's something else going on okay so where's she she putting putting the ice waves just at the top of the neck kind of that's where that little cervical um, bump is. I swayed the two patches, what, so she's putting both patches on the, the bump? That doesn't make any just sense. Just one. She's just doing one X39. Okay, so no ice wave then? No, no ice wave. Okay, so she's never tried ice wave? No, that's... She's at the doctor's. That's why I'm calling now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, to kind of get a pro. And she was going to call you to get it at some point so she can sign up underneath you. But um, I was getting. Okay, we just wanted to be clear what she's tried. So she's tried X39 since December 2020. Hasn't had a huge difference in her pain, although stem cell treatments did help her cut the pain in half prior to that. But she hasn't actually used a protocol with IceWave and X39 together. Did I get that right? Correct. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> I'll let Dr. Dennis talk now. <laughs> okay, cool. We got a pretty good picture. Uh, what's showing up for me is to use a triangle. And yeah, that is ice wave patches. Uh, mm-hmm. Great minds think alike. Yep. Even though we're made of Swiss <laughs> cheese and full of holes. Because <laughs> <laughs> said we were big cheeses. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so um, I would use Ice Wave on Bladder 57, which is Support Mountain, and that'll help to hold back. And then um, um, continue with the X39 on uh, C on GV14, which is uh, 
right below cervical seven and above thoracic uh, one, which is um, where you're describing on the neck notch there, which is a bump of of uh, cervical seven. So that makes a big triangle. And then I'd also put carnosine on uh, the life gate or um, GV4. Okay. Which is right below lumbar vertebrae. Why the carnosine? Because the, the carnosine helps regenerate and rejuvenate tissue. It'll help rebuild the... Um, the uh, hurt discs. Oh. oh, okay. More so than the stem cell 39. Well, they'll, both, you do. they'll them. both help in different ways. Okay. Oh, two different they'll ways. Both okay. And help rebuild tissue. The X39 through stem cell rejuven, uh, proliferation and the carnosine through stimulating tissue repair. Now, she lives alone. And also, so, okay. Go ahead. I was just going to ask yep. about the uh, bladder 57 on the back. Is that the one that's near your hips so it's easy to put on, or is it higher up? It's lower. It's um, easy to put on because it's right between the Achilles tendon and the calf muscle. Oh, oh, that's even better. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and, and you can uh, look these up on yinyanghouse.com too, bladder 57. Okay. And then and we want to use ice wave. The, the uh, ice wave. <clears throat> and um, okay. And then um, so she doesn't have to test the ice wave, like you know what exactly what point and all that, like they show on the website. Oh, she can do that too. That wouldn't hurt. Oh. Okay. Okay. But it, it sounds more like some kind of um, bone pressure around the neck, as you're saying, kind of based on the what you're hearing about the pain, that it's likely not nerve damage. Well, without further assessment, I couldn't say. But um, I, I agree with what Dr. Karen was asking and the picture she got. It's probably not nerve damage, but... There are more tests we, that would have to be done by a neurologist to tell for sure. Yeah, she's been to two neuro- neurologists, and they don't know either. So <laughs> it's about it's, it's, to try different things. I mean, after you know, well, I think it, it's hard with neurology know. to really, unless it's advanced, to really pinpoint things. So, um, and she goes to an acupuncturist. So great. Um, yeah. Um, okay, well then, yeah, I can um, I can tell her this, but then I'll just have her call you, Dr. Can, to sign up. Well, why does she sign up under you? Because I don't really, you know, I don't really have the business and time, and I'd rather support you, and she'd rather support you. So, okay. or you know, or if you want to send her to someone else, you know, I'd rather just make sure it. You do so much well, work. I want to make sure very nice get of something. you. Yeah, that's that's really sweet. Um, are you on Are you on my team or are you on yes. somebody else's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if no, you're on I'm my on team, team. Yeah, if you're on a team, then you she, you could. I mean, if she signs up as a, as a customer, that would. Are you a distributor or a customer? 
Distributor. Your distributor? Okay. So you're not doing the business? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, but I've signed up people, but uh, it always gets in the wrong leg, and it really doesn't matter, but, you know. I, well, we can definitely help work. you with that if you wish to do the business. Um, we okay. can talk about that. Maybe we can do a three-way chat or something on Messenger. Uh, just remind me <laughs> that we talked okay. today. Otherwise, my staff will, you know, put you somewhere else. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, we have Q&As, like, four times a, a month, you know. So you, whoever you're with, I mean, you can invite them to those. We can, you know, do these questions um, and answer and, and that kind of thing and see what's working and what's not. Um, so I just wanted to encourage you on that piece. You do not have to be an expert, you know, in this arena. But she does have very challenging issues that kind of pain is very challenging and that's why two neurologists can't really figure out what it is <laughs> um mm-hmm. they've yeah. more than likely ruled out the dangerous stuff like the syringomyelia i was talking about where you know there's like something cutting into or pressing into that um thoracic or cervical uh spine uh which can cause paralysis you know if, it, if there's like a, a bulge there or something like that it's different from a disc bulge um, so they tell you what they see and then it doesn't necessarily correlate with that kind of pain. And then she may have some other different kinds of, I, I deal with all sorts of weird pain stuff, you know, that is non, not necessarily physical in nature. They could be other energetic stuff in nature. So this, I think that Dr. Dennis uh, gave you is a very, very good protocol. Um, because you have two humongous triangles that you're making, you know, what, you know, X39, top of the neck, carnosine. Uh, between the kidneys and then the ice wave wide on right hand on left on the back of the calf and um, make sure she drinks lots of water, make sure that she has, you know, that she eats fairly decently. Um, I, I yes, tell a lot yeah. of my patients to, to add in minerals because I find that people, if they don't have enough minerals, they can't repair. So that's just my own personal yep. no, I know, agree. preference. Yeah, that happens. Well, thank you for helping her. No- well, wait, okay. before she goes, there's another point I'd like to make. Okay. <clears throat> also, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't really have to know what's causing the pain in order to deal with it. And that's yep. the beauty of using Asian medicine because regardless of what's causing the pain, in Asian medical physiology, we know pain is caused by blockages to the flow of chi, and we have a beautiful technology that works through the blockages and gets rid of the cause of the pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's, no, so I was going to make that earlier too. That's thank you, Dr. Dennis. Um, sure. Yeah. She is going to an acupuncturist, but you know, I think I use LifeWave every day for the last 10 years. So it's like, oh, nice. you know, why not energy flowing every day? So, um, yeah. Um, and as you get older, that may be more important. But um, no, that's good. She'll she'll try it, and um, you know she. Uh, I'm I'm thankful because I really didn't know what to tell her either. So I welcome this call. <laughs> so this is great, and um, I'll get her get her the patches set up and. That's and, great. Um, yeah, we have a Q and A actually tomorrow night. I think. Yeah, I have, oh, to, okay. I have to look on my account. Hang on, hang on. Let me just. Let me just check. Do, 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 do. Uh, yes, the fourth. Yeah, so uh, it's 9 p.m. Eastern, so 6 p.m. Pacific, okay. um, run by Renata and Ta, and I'll be there. 
Um, so there's the Q&A there. And so you sh- if you're on my team, you should be getting those emails. If not, just, you know, message me on Facebook or send me an email at support at KarenCan.com, and then we'll get you set up. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Well, I was with you all weekend on a great healing call. Oh, yay. So, That's right. You're on the quantum jumping. Yay. Yeah, it was fantastic. And oh, I'm so glad I tried to get that. other people on it. I guess they'll just have to, you know, buy package A and get the replay mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Thanks for that support. What's your first name again? Oh, I didn't get that at the beginning. My name's Marilyn. Oh, Marilyn. Okay, great. Thank you, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're yeah. a trooper. Thanks for helping out all your friends. Yeah, well, I I love to have the tool, the right tool in the right place. So, um, well, this is great. Well, thanks again. I appreciate it. Pleasure. Thanks, Marilyn. I'm, I'm going to mute you now here. So, um, so I'm just going to go back and forth, actually, because um, we'll have plenty of time, I think, for everyone. So let's see. Okay. So while, um, while Dr. Karen's looking for the next question, mm-hmm. um, there's a point that I'd like to make that pertains to use of all all the patches, and that is <clears throat> you optimize their effectiveness if you're hydrated. And we know that for every 1% increase in intracellular hydration, there's a 10% increase in metabolic efficiency. Mm. So it's really, really important to be hydrated when you're using the patches to make them yeah. work best. That is amazing. Good point. Okay, so this is a this is one from um Tracy. Um a woman recently had a blood pressure reading of 142 over 100. She historically has had normal range readings up until this one. Her doctor indicated that because she had the virus that has been going around, um he feels that many of his patients now have symptoms of hypertension because of this. She asked, number 1, is it okay to wear Energy enhancer patches with blood pressure readings being elevated like this. We, I, I think we know the answer to that one. Number two is what patches could you use to help with this, the symptoms of, um, I'll, I will just say, um, normalizing the autonomic nervous system. There we go. <laughs> Balancing the autonomic uh, nervous system because we can't use treating blood pressure. So, Okay, so, so well, just a little summary for people. If, if uh, somebody has um, elevated blood pressure above normal, um, that means that they have extra tension in the, the blood vessels. And, and what causes that extra tension? It's the autonomic nervous system. Fight or flight is on a little stronger. So that causes the blood squeeze and increase the pressure. So that's why we're translating this to how to balance the autonomic nervous system. Okay, go ahead, Dr. Jenna. Sorry. No, that, that's a good lead into it because LifeWave has research from decades ago showing that the energy enhancer patches actually shift the autonomic nervous system from sympathetic to parasympathetic and slow down the heart rate. <clears throat> so if you put them on stomach 36 especially, that will do what you want. Nice. So I'll, I'll just put it in the note sympathetic tone, um, and I'll just say which may be helpful. Use on stomach 36, and this is um, just below the knee, slightly to the right. And, oh, sorry, sorry, slightly to the outside, and you can look that up on yinyanghouse.com. 
Um, okay. And um, so we got the energy enhancer patches on stomach 36. That may be helpful. And then what else, Dr. Dennis? Well, <clears throat> there are other things you can do too. And uh, that, <clears throat> hang on a sec. Sorry about that. The um, I'm living in a forest and the junipers are still having sex here. I know. We're getting a lot of, you know, tree sex out here, too. I sneezed a bunch of times this morning. I have not yet done the UE desensitizing method <laughs> for the air outside yet. It's too busy. Uh, works like a charm. But, uh, yeah, I was, I think I sneezed six times this morning. It was so weird. <laughs> so even, even though I've got a glutathione patch on my CV-22 running my throat, it's still giving me some congestion. But anyway, um, the, the main thing would be to put energy enhancer on stomach 36. And then um, you, you could also rotate them between stomach 36 and also you can put them on gallbladder eight with the white one on the right and tan one on the left because gallbladder eight is right next to the apex of the ear and if you're lowering blood pressure there are foot points in the ear which when stimulated will pull uh, pressure down or the the pressure on the blood down so mm-hmm. um that's another way of getting at it. Uh, you can also use ice wave patches instead of energy enhancer patches because ice wave patches have the same frequency set as the energy enhancer patches, plus they have additional frequencies for breaking through blockages more quickly. And the energy enhancer patches were developed first, and then David came out with the ice wave patches after that. Yeah, and I believe he came out with them because people were noticing decreased pain, and he thought, oh, okay, let me see if I can reformulate this to make this even better, which he did. Um, now, I yeah. would say we definitely would want to use Eon because Eon does help to balance the autonomic nervous system, which causes the, the pressure on the blood to be um, higher. So um, what point would be good with the Eon patch? You could put it on um, the point we were talking about before that's below the bump on the back of the neck, which is um, GV14. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you could also um, put Eon on stomach 36 on the right and an SP6 patch on on left stomach 36. So you have a, a positive patch on the right and negative patch on the left on stomach 36. And if there are other things like um, flam-obstructing orifices, which cause uh, increased pressure against the blood, uh, you could also try stomach 40 to decrease phlegm. So uh, positive patch on right stomach 40 and a negative patch on left. Okay. So it it also depends on the energy pattern and the things that you're seeing that are causing the obstruction. 
Yeah, so there so are that, lots of different. Uh, would uh, be a little bit complex since this isn't even her or this is somebody <clears throat> else. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's where we can't get too too specific. Um, but just to answer that other question, um, if somebody has elevated blood pressure readings, I would say it's better to use patches than not to use patches. So she asks, is it okay to wear energy patches with blood pressure readings being elevated like this? I'd be like, uh, please put them on <laughs> now. Yeah, that, for sure. you know? <laughs> it would be much better. Um, the also, too, there are rare cases. There are rare cases where of of reverse polarity, and uh, sometimes you'll increase heart rate instead of relaxing somebody. Uh, when you put the positive one on the right and negative one on the left, and in rare cases of reverse polarity, if that happens where you get the opposite effect, then just reverse the polarity of the patch, where you put the tan one on the right and the white one on the left. And then you'll see that it reverses and goes back to where you want it. Okay. Okay. So I'll write uh, on the notes here, which is on patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog. I'll release those after the call. Um, so you can look these up. And like I said, I'm just using people's first names. So hopefully you can find, you know, um, uh, find your name here and your question. Um, I'll put that in there. So if the blood pressure goes up with energy enhancers. That may mean reversed polarity. So you can swap the colors and see if it drops. Um, the other thing I was going to share um, with, with Tracy and everyone here is that uh, as a medical doctor, um, we do not diagnose high blood pressure with a single reading in office. That's not how you diagnose it. Um, how you diagnose it is you do several readings over a number of weeks. Um, ideally, it would be at different times of the day, um, and that would be maybe coming in and having the nurse do it, you know, different times of the day just to check up. Some people will do it at the, at the, uh, you know, grocery store or the the drugstore. Um, whether or not those are as accurate as the doctor's office, I'm not really sure. They're pretty decent. Um, I did have one uh, friend of mine who is a very muscular guy. Big, you know, big muscular guy, and his uh, blood pressure was chronically elevated, much higher than than these. And I said to him, "Look, you need a big cuff." And he goes, "What?" You know, I'm like, you make sure that that nurse gives you the right cuff because this was on our test in med school. They gave us three sizes mm-hmm. of cuff. We didn't know that was going to happen because there's always a standard one right on uh, attached to the wall. But we went in and they gave us three cuffs. And I, I think people were kind of froze, you know, when they went into that, that test. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this from the book, right? So I was explaining how you find which cuff is right. And anyway, but if you use too small a cuff, it'll go up. So if somebody has a really big arm, they need to use the right cuff. And any, you know, really good nurse will know to change a cuff um, if it's too high. So you want multiple blood pressures that are elevated. Uh, ideal, you know, they say is, you know, um, under, you know, uh, 140 over 90, anything above that consistently is considered high blood pressure. Most people say between 130 and 140, you know, um, maybe, maybe possibly high blood pressure. Um, but definitely you want your, your lower number to be under 90. And then if someone has an, a systolic, which is the high number blood pressure 
of less than 100 or even less than 110, I would suspect that there may be some issues as well because whether somebody has too high a blood pressure or too low blood pressure, they have, um, this, uh, they have risks of death <laughs> more if it's low as well. So people go, oh, my doctor said my blood pressure is great. You know, it's like 100 over 50. I'm like, uh, consistently? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. I'm like, no, you have adrenal fatigue. <laughs> you need to, you know. Anyway, so I've had people that like, you know, they need salt. Salt has messed up their blood pressure. It's either too high or too low because they don't have the right salt, like Himalayan crystal salt as opposed to toxic table salt. Um, my, my dad, right. Dr. Dennis, my dad used to have um, horrific high blood pressures, controlled, not well controlled on three medications. He's diabetic as well. And, um, and one day I was doing a motion code on him because he had a sore elbow, so he let me do that stuff, right? So I found other stuff. Found out, his mom says, oh, can you do something about his blood pressure? So I found that every time he goes to eat Chinese food outside, uh, you know, so he's not cooking, his blood pressure would spike mm-hmm. really high. So, you know, I, I used the emotion code, body code at that time and found out that he had an allergy to table salt. And it was from some yeah. emotional trauma at age three, which we erased. After that, absolutely stable blood pressure. Now, did they take him off the blood pressure medicines? No, not really. <laughs> I wish they did because <laughs> it's like a little too low now, but, uh, you know, who am I, right? I'm not his, his doctor. So, um, but it's amazing how these things can really be, you know, not just about the physical body. And I just want to make sure that people knew a single reading was not a diagnosis. Okay. Yeah. That's so. an important point also about the kind of salt to use. So, um, Pink Himalayan mineral salts give you good electrolytes, which will help the patches work better. And it's not toxic like the sodium chloride white table salt without other minerals in it that you get on uh, in restaurants or that most people use and are not aware actually jacks your blood pressure. But the um, pink Himalayan rock salt won't. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. When you look at the, the structure uh, not just the chemical structure, you know, NACL, you know, it's really like the three-dimensional matrix structure of salt. Table salt is like these individual individual molecules, just kind of random, um, whereas if you look at Himalayan crystal salt, it's like a pattern, it's like sacred geometry. It's like this amazing, beautiful, three-dimensional you know, blueprint and the body sees blueprints completely different. So what? Sodium chloride is sodium chloride. No, not really. Because same thing with water, right? And, and, and you're kind of an expert in water. So, you know, uh, you know, H2O can be in these big clusters that are not very well arranged in any particular, um, you know, uh, sacred geometry. It doesn't get absorbed in the body. The body sees it almost like a toxin, Whereas if you have structured water and you have, you know, smaller clusters of water, they go into the cells, they communicate with the cells. Like even using my, you know, Ascension 3 jewelry, we've shown that it, you know, goes from distilled water, which looks like not much, to just nine seconds of like intention with the jewelry right next to the water. And then it becomes these beautiful crystals. So it's amazing. Right. Water is so important. Water resonates with the energy pattern of what it's exposed to. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, like if, if the water is exposed to 
sodium chloride, it's going to not just dissolve in the water, the water will pick up the energy signature of the of the sodium chloride or of the jewelry you were describing or of anything good or bad. It's like a double-edged sword. It'll pick up mm-hmm. the energy signature up, which is why we want to have consciousness that's vibrating at a high frequency connected to source in order to resonate our water at that vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. And even, even, you know, even just drinking or being exposed to good quality structured water can actually make changes in the blood pressure that are very beneficial. You know, that alone can make a difference yep. too, potentially. Um, okay. We should get to the next question here. Thank you, Dr. Dennis. So sure. area code nine one nine, just let, give us your first name. Hi, who's this? Hello, this is Dora. Hello. Hi, Dora. Hi, Dora. Hey. Um, I'm I'm calling about um, a film over my left eye. Um, last year, I had a very painful nerve rash in that eye, on my mm. scalp, and down my ear canal. It was very suffering. And from that, I have this nerve pain, but it's not really a pain anymore. It's just a mild ache as far as the back of the eye and into the head. But the eye developed a, a white thing over it. Oh, wow. And, yeah, so with that, they said that they could do a laser surgery and remove it. Mm-hmm. However, it could possibly reactivate the bad rash that I had. Ah. I using an eye mask at night with carnosine, glutathione, mm-hmm. eon, mm-hmm. and occasionally I'll put my used X39 on that eye, you know, mm-hmm. on the on the mask and the mask over my over the eye. Mm-hmm. My question is: Is there another location that I can patch that would strengthen whatever you know I'm already doing? Yeah, is it helping at all? Um, I don't sure know yet. Okay. I can I can almost see the little cloud in the eye when I look in the mirror, but looking mm-hmm. out of that eye, everything is frosted, you know, everything is very blurry. And it was double, you know, like everything was doubled for a little while, but now it's just, it's, it's blurry and less doubled. Okay. So, deep patches will help it, or am I just... I really would definitely use patches. We'll see what Dr. Dennis says about the protocol. Okay. Yeah, when when you were first talking about film on your eye, I was thinking uh, maybe um, the film you were seeing was Spielberg and you could uh, <laughs> phone E.T. to go home to get rid of it. <laughs> Actually, that would work energetically, but let's do something more serious. 
gallbladder, gallbladder 37 is a distal point that benefits the eyes. And if you've tried stuff around your eye already, you know, different patching around your eye, but you haven't tried gallbladder 37, then I would do that. Uh, you could put the white one on right and a tan one on the left, either Ice Wave or Energy Enhancer, or you could use Eon on the right and SP6 patch on the left, gallbladder 37. That's great. And that is on the lower leg? Yes, that's five inches or soon, C-U-N, uh, proximal or towards uh, the center of the body above the ankle or the lateral malleolus. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm hearing, you, did you say energy first? Yeah, try energy enhancer first. Okay. You could also try uh, Eon and SP6. Uh, you could also try um, X39 as a positive patch on the right and the carnosine as a relatively negative patch because it's more yin on the left. Yeah, for me personally, I would um, probably use the anti-enhancer patches unless you're dealing with hormones too. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the most do, simple thing to do is energy enhancer first. Right, I've been wearing the energy enhancer. I don't know what um, what vessel it is, but at my ankle, I wear those daily just for energy. Um, yeah, so you can just swap, so, swap those to that gallbladder 37 point on the outside ankle. And um, I, I would personally, I would still use the eye mask and... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably stack the X39 carnosine there. Um, glutathione doesn't bother you at night when you use it? No, it doesn't. Okay. I'm, I might be um, um, the reverse polarity because Alavita keeps me up and Silent Night keeps me up. Hmm. But your you know, energy like, enhancer patches feels good, white on right, tan on left? Yeah. Yeah, you're probably not reverse. Sometimes people get too much energy with certain things. I, I'm not really sure why exactly with that. Um, but if the energy enhancer works, white on right, tan on left, then you're not reversed. Okay. Now, if you want to get more fancy, too, you can also... Uh, lower liver chi stagnation and the eyes are the windows to the wood and liver is a yin component of wood and if you're accumulating toxins it it, one way that that would manifest is showing up as that film on your eye Mm -hmm. so uh, you could also use liver three with your uh, gallbladder 37 so that would mean you could Use gallbladder 37 on the right and liver 3 on the left. With energy liver, three, liver 3 with liver gallbladder three. 37. And that's with what yeah. patch? Energy enhancer. Okay. Instead All right, I'll of both. Try 
instead of gallbladder 37 on both sides. Just use gallbladder 37 on the right, liver 3 on the left. Give me these steroidal drops, and they said that that helped to develop that that film on the eye, you know, along with the stress and everything that happened to that eye, you know, using the drops to help the pain and to, you know, bring the eye back. Also, side effect was creating that film on the eye, you know, underneath the lens. Uh, well, you know, if you're, yeah, if your film is on the top of the eye, the cornea, that's one thing. If it's on the lens, then yeah, the steroids could potentially do that. Um, you could definitely try the ice wave on your eye mask at night as well. So in this case, you'd be using the, well, a lot of people use X39 carnosine glutathione on this on the midline, and then they put the tan patch over the left eye and the and the white patch over the right eye. So that's what Doctor Quila does. Okay. Okay. Do you want well, to try I that? Thank you very. I'm going to try it all. You know, I okay. know that the patches are not harmful at all. So, you know, um, just um, take what you've given me and continue to experiment. <laughs> Okay, yeah, good luck with that. Thank you for your call. Okay, I'm just All going right. to mute you here. Mm-hmm. So if anybody else wants to um, give us a call, the number is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Um, again, 818-514-1190. I'm just going to take a look at the chat queue here to see if there are any questions here. Okay, so I just have to write down because if I um, sometimes the the hand stays up, so I just want to write down people's area codes here so I make sure that I answer them. Okay, so next person we have here is area code 803. I'll unmute you. Hi, who's this? This is Donna Shipman. Hi, Donna. Hi, how are you? Hi. Thanks. What you got for us? Um, I I send you a couple just questions in the chat, but since I got on, I'll just ask you now. Um, a couple of questions. Um, my brother had a stroke in 2014. Um, he was only like 50. I don't know, 56 or so. And um, but it didn't paralyze him. It caused uh, balance problems. So he's just dizzy 24 seven. Um, and so I have, I've been doing, I've been watching a lot of your videos, um, Dr. Khan, and I put the X39 right at the, the base of his, um, skull where it Mm -hmm. divots in, Mm -hmm. um, and then two energy patches on white on right and tan on left for him. It has helped. The spinning is, slowed down tremendously um so that that's a plus well wow, I, I didn't there, yeah i i don't know that is there anything else i can do to try to try to help that okay great question um do you know where the, uh, the stroke injury was in the brain it sounds like it's in the midline yeah. but uh 
Well, basically what he had was uh, an AVM rupture, and it was close to his brainstem, so I know that he was very lucky that he survived. Um, so, okay, so you do um, know the location. Gotcha. Anything else you wanted to share? So you, you're putting the extra near the brainstem? Yes. Okay. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if there's another patch I need to add or switch positions to try to help. I How long have you been? I'm sorry? How long have you been using patches on him? About a month. Okay, okay. Well, How about Ian? The first thing. Are you using any Ian, Donna, on him? No, I haven't because I wasn't sure exactly where to put it. Okay. All right. I'll let Dr. Dennis talk because he's going to talk about dizzy and spinning and what that means in Chinese medicine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the Popeye syndrome is getting too much spinach. <laughs> yeah. He probably loves spinach. <laughs> We're guessing. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, in Asian medicine, Dizziness is um, rebellious stomach chi, and um, to reverse the stomach chi from going up where it normally goes down, when it goes up, you get dizzy feelings and feelings of spinning and vertigo. Uh, the the best point to reverse that direction and to regulate the stomach chi is CV12 which is halfway between the belly button and the um, point where the ribs come together below the xiphoid process. So that's that a good point. point. Yeah. That, and I'm that, not that, even dizzy. Sue, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I so what, told what, stories what about how... go there for him? Oh, glutathione is good. Or okay. Eon. And also, I would first do Dr. Karen's brain protocol with the Eon patch. And then uh, after you're done with that, do it all over again with the X39 patch. And then because we're dealing with brainstem injury, I'd also put X39 on uh, GV16 along with the Eon patch on GV15. And where is that? Uh, back of the neck, right over oh, the brainstem. Okay. okay. Below the bump, the, uh, there's an occipital protuberance on the base of the skull, like a little bump on the base of the skull. And right. GV16 is right below that, and GV15 is about an inch below that. Okay. Yeah, so, you, you can so Donna, like you're, already, you're already using GV16. That's where you're putting the yeah. X39 currently. Yeah, so you're going to continue with that, and the Eon would be like, you know, an inch below that. Um, yep. But uh, Dr. Dennis, can you clarify? Uh, you said doing the brain balance protocol with Eon and followed by X39. What do you mean by that? Do you mean going through all the points for a week and then switching to X39 before going to the maintenance, or do you mean just 
you know, like, you know, a couple days or a day and then switching to X39 for brain balancing. So go, go through all the points for a week with Eon, the way you have your protocol, and then switch to X39 and do the same protocol, only you're using X39 instead of Eon. It's because we're dealing with brain injury. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, Don, I'll probably end up doing a uh, micro-training video on that. Um, I just got a list to do. <laughs> but uh, never That's know, fun. I might be able to get it done tomorrow. Um, and yeah, also, so, I, would, I, would, I would also add gallbladder 39 because that's the influential point for marrow and in asian medicine the brain and the nervous system is part of the marrow so you're going to be influencing uh healing and repair of the brain by using gallbladder 39 so you can patch that with eon on the right and sp6 on the left or ice wave or energy enhancer Okay. Yeah, I would, uh, just so you don't get mixed up, I would use Energy Enhancer or Ice Wave there. Because you're going to be using me where, on the other points. I'm not familiar with all these spots yet because I just got in in February. So can you tell me Gallbladder 39 exactly where that is? Yes. So uh, one one way you can find out is to, to go to yinyonghouse.com and look at the points there. And it's also on the outside of the leg or three inches or three soon above the outside ankle or three soon proximal to the uh, lateral malleolus. Okay. Well, that is a lot of help. He's he's already improved. So um, he said even if he improve just a minuscule amount it would be better than he was so it has definitely helped mm-hmm. well done that is fantastic can i ask one more question to have question? you yeah can i ask one more question sure. for myself of course okay sure. I, I was di- i was diagnosed with vulvodynia a um a long time ago probably 10 years ago and they put me on estrogen and zoloft to control the plant pain um, I thought I saw something, Dr. Khan, where you talked about put uh, the genital area, put an um, eon patch on top of your head. Is that the right point? Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, vulvodynia is a really, it's kind of a tough one because there can be, yeah, because sometimes it comes from a tight pelvic floor. Sometimes it, it comes from um, like a nerve uh, miscommunication in the area. And um, I've had some of those issues myself as well. And what I, I, I did, Issa Herrera's um, pelvic uh, floor, or sorry, pelvic pain relief uh, course, which is excellent, by the way. It does require maintenance, <laughs> but I think it's really worth, you know, um, uh, getting into it, or at least, you know, pick out her book or whatever. And, or you could let, let me know afterwards that you're interested and I'll find you a link. But anyway, um, uh, because you may have to do some release of the fascia in that area, uh, or even on the, on the back, like on the sacrum, the SI, that, you know, that kind of stuff. That being said, I think that if you can put patches close to 
you know, that area, that would be really helpful. So lost Dr. Dennis, what patches do you think for that Bernie vulval pain would be good? Sure. Well, for, first, for those that don't know, SI that Dr. Karen just mentioned is a sacroiliac joint. Um, well, what what I'd like to do for what you just described is a triangle or even uh, a double triangle using Zigong, which is um, three soon bilateral to the uh, CV3, which is kind of like over the ovaries. And also um, uh, CV1, which is um, on the perineum area. But, of course, you wouldn't put a patch directly on your skin there. Just put it on, on the outside of your underwear. It's fine. So um, okay. use um, Eon on the right, SP6 on the left, and uh, say an X, X39 on um, CV1. Or even a carnosine. Okay. And then, um, I'll get all that I, again, Doctor Dennis. Yeah. So, um, Zigong is a special point. There's no number to it, which is spelled Z-I-G-O-N-G, and it is three soon bilateral to CV3 right over the ovaries. Okay, so that addresses both sides of that area. And then <clears throat> uh, carnosine on REN1 or CV1. And, of course, that goes on your underwear. You wouldn't put that on your directly on the skin of your perineum. be a little uncomfortable right. there. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, um, so that would be... <clears throat> like the top and the center of an upper triangle. And then I'd use spleen four, which is a master point for the Chong channel that goes up to the uterus for um, the bottom triangle, the bottom part of the triangle or the double triangle. So you'd have um, like another Eon on the right and SP6 on the left of spleen four, or you could use energy enhancer or ice wave on, on spleen four <clears throat> on both feet. And so that's the bottom triangle. And then the CV one is at the apex in the center and your Z gong points are another triangle at the top. So that's what I meant by double triangle. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Okay, so I wrote that down for you, um, Donna. Okay. So, yeah, so you have um, a set of patches on either side of the midline on the belly at the level of CB3, um, Eon on the right, SB6 on the left, and then on the leg, on the foot, rather, spleen four, yep. you have um, energy enhancer patches, wide on right, tan on left, and then the midline right in the perineum where you put on your underwear, on the outside of your underwear, you use carnosine or X39. So you have a triangle above, upside down triangle above, and then a triangle below as well. Great. That's a good one. Thank I've you. not done this one yet. So great. I'm so glad and you were able also, to make it, Donna. Thank you. With, with I, I, with, let, let me add also with the technology Dr. Karen has using energy work, you're creating a Merkaba and REN1 or CV1 is the 
zero point energy point of that Merkaba. And then you can change your intention and the energetic signature of whatever you're dealing with there and uh, recreate it. So would you would you recommend this at night or during the day or does it matter? Doesn't matter. No, I don't think it matters. Just make sure you hydrate during the day. Okay, I appreciate All it. Right, Thank Donna. you so much. Pleasure. Sure. All right, so I'm going to mute you, Donna. I'm going to unmute this next person, area code five one eight. Who's this? Hi, this is Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Kathy. Hello. And I've actually put this on the chat, but I thought I'd also get in line, too. I know that, let's see, I don't know if you accept questions about having just had surgery, but I can tell you the yep. symptoms. Um, yeah, it's, I'm six, six or seven weeks post-op uh, vitrectomy and sclerobuckle. Um, my vision pre-op was 2015. In the, in the operated eye, and is now 2075. Because of the confusion from the visual input, I'm um, using a black patch, eye patch, mm-hmm. over that eye because it's really difficult to function. Um, I have mm-hmm. exhaustion, and I'm doing a lot of napping. I'm 66 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I am new to LifeWave and um, have... I've used the, the a couple times I've used the protocol for the eye mask at night. I can't remember that mm-hmm. lady's name. Dr. But, Quilla. Um, I, Quilla, okay. And I have just reordered, I've just ordered um, X39 and Eon and Glutathione and Carnazone. Um, Dan had given me the information about that, which was really mm-hmm. helpful. So I've nice. just reordered those things. Um, and I'm just really frustrated with my lack of energy and inability to drive or go back to work. Um, and I just listened to the session, of course, on the blood pressure, and mine's consistently under 100 over 70, if that has anything Ooh. to do with this. Another symptom is that I've noticed recently since my the gas bubble in my eye is now 20% instead of 90%. They use the heavier gas. Mm-hmm. Um, the CPF8, so it takes longer to disperse. Um, the surgerized eye is has more of a yellow tone to it. If that has anything to do with anything. Sure, okay, that's sorry. You mean your, your, the whites of your eyes look yellow? Is that what you meant? No, no, no. The the when I look, when I close my my surgerized eye. Um, I have a certain amount of yellow tone in what I see. But when I close the good eye, there's much more yellow. Okay. So I don't know if that just has something. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the, um, from what I understand, it's neurotransmitters that are kind of having trouble here, left and right eyes maybe. And so that's why I ordered the glutathione. Um, mm. try to help with that, but who knows? That's why I called in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things, um, <laughs> I knew there was a reason I mentioned the stuff about blood pressure earlier. <laughs> 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 
I love the synchronicities. Yeah, I think I think yeah, that yeah. you probably have some um, exhaustion of, or, or at least uh, basically your tank wasn't full when you got the surgery, so now it's depleted because you need oh, that extra man. energy to repair. Right? Let, Does that make sense? Let me just, and let me just throw this in: I had gotten my second COVID shot the Friday before the surgery, which was on a Tuesday. Okay, so Friday before the Tuesday of the yeah, so the so the body's dealing with a lot, right? Um, I don't know why they timed it that way, but okay. Um, oh, it was emergency. It was emergency surgery. Oh, okay, okay, okay. got it. Okay, because it was a, a detached retina and lots okay. of tears. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, you know. Um, that's interesting. Are you are you really highly myopic? Like, do you have like have thick glasses? No, not a bit. My normal vision. Yeah, you know, I just use glasses for reading and close up work. My wow, really? Is, have yeah, been far sighted yeah, or near sighted before? It. I I never know which is which. I oh okay. So so did you need okay. when you were little? Did you need to wear glasses to see far never, or near? I, never. Never needed glasses till I was in my 40s. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's very rare. Um, I could be wrong, but uh, I just never <laughs> heard of anybody that had an emergency um, detached retina that did not have very high myopia like me. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. So now mine... Um, of course, you know, my mom thought it was from skating, but anyway, um, <laughs> so mine tore when I was in medical school and I had uh, surgery back then and back then they did not have the whole gas thing. So I had to have an almost full scleral buckle. Luckily, it wasn't all the way around my eye, but I literally have in the left eye a half circle of silicone that squeezes the eye so that the retina um, can stretch to attach there. And I've had several eye surgeries in the past. This was way before LifeWave, but um, yeah, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And generally speaking, I'm very nearsighted. My whole family is. Um, my sister worse than me, actually. Um, but luckily, she didn't have the tear. So I went through that. So it's very, very unusual, you know, for you to have this. Is it related to the vax? It could be, but we're not going to go there today. Okay, we're just not going to talk about it. Um, but we we can help with the symptoms. We hope, right? That's the whole point that's of it, being that's here. It, that's, that's yeah, what we want. I'm so glad that you called in, and Dan's a great guy. So I'm just, you know, so glad oh, you're connected with him. He's such a sweetheart. He's yeah, he's Very got a heart of gold. That guy. Um, yes. Okay, yes, so Dr. Dennis, what do you think? Well, aside from these messenger RNA injections causing a lot of different symptoms in different people, and we understand from the literature now why that is, um, if you don't want to talk about that, I'll shut up. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that here because uh, uh, some people right. just got uh, deplatformed that I know. Right. And uh, I'm not okay. prepared yet to be deplatformed, so I gotta I gotta right. like back up so all my stuff we first. We're not gonna even talk about it. We can't help people <laughs> we can't help people if we're deplatformed. So that's not gonna no, that's yeah. right. All right. And the, yes. is, are you referring to the to the vaccination? Yeah, it's yes. not a vaccine. You can't say the V word. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We won't go there. 
Um, I'll just take your advice on everything, whatever. <laughs> okay, so based on the symptoms you're talking about, what showed up for me was to put a neon patch on right Sanjiao 17, which is um, right under the uh, right earlobe, and put an SP6 patch under the left Sanjiao 17. And that addresses both hormone balance, um, hormone flow in um, the Sanjiao meridian, and also uh, will um, raise blood pressure or um, will, will um, whatever other name there is for not calling it a disease. Uh, rebalance. Rebalance the blood pressure, maybe? Maybe we'll we can raise, do that. Yeah. Or support okay. healthy support healthy blood pressure. <laughs> That's because if you look if you look at the ear in Asian medicine, there's a little homunculus or like a fetus-like shape of the body outlined on the ear, and the head is down and the feet are up. That's why I talked earlier about uh, raising the pressure by going to gallbladder eight. Oh, you can. Mm. Um, I mean, lowering it by going to gallbladder eight because you're pulling the chi down through the feet. And if you go yeah. to the ear area, uh, the head is there. And if you stimulate the head area, you can pull the pressure up. So, so uh, you're getting a number of different things by putting Eon on Sanjiao 17 on the right and SP6 on the left, Sanjiao 17. And then uh, go down to um, the life gate, which is um, GV4, right below lumbar vertebra 2. And uh, you can put one of the YH patches there. Um, like, not the Eon, but the glutathione or the carnosine, or even the X39. I'm writing all this down. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to write it down for you as well. Yeah, so okay, what about thanks. the eyes specifically, that, that Dr. Will, Dennis? So we have, we're supporting um, the, the, the fatigue, right? Um, and, yeah. And rebalancing that, the, the blood pressure. Okay. That's right. That's why the Sanjiao 17. Yep. Hmm. Okay. And then what about the eye? So... Um, you can make a nice um, Merkaba or double triangle out of that by um, going to gallbladder 37, as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And you can use energy enhancer on gallbladder 37, white on the right, hand on the left. Or if you want to get fancy, you can involve the liver too, besides the gallbladder. Put the white one on right gallbladder 37 and the tan one on left liver 3. Now, given that this was a retinal detachment, would we not be looking at kidney instead of liver to support the eye, or you would still support the eye because uh, there's scar yeah, tissue we're in the vitreous? We're addressing that oh, with the okay. gate because we were charging the kidney batteries. Gotcha. Okay, fantastic. And would she use anything at night on the eye itself, uh, eye masks? 
Sure. Uh, Dr. Quila's suggestions of the uh, carnosine on the um, the uh, eye mask, that would be useful. Okay. Just the carnosine or the whole? All, all I think just the carnosine because you're, you're using um, – you're using exonine and eon during the day already. So I would continue doing that, okay. No, no. You're using eon, SP6, X39, and energy enhancers all during the day. And then at night you would use carnosine on the eye and potentially glutathione. Alrighty, and until I receive these, because I don't have, I don't have the SP6, so I'll have to order that. Okay, you can just put the E on then on the right hand side until you have the SP6. Okay, yeah, I, I hope to get this order this week of the other of you know what I placed last week, um, and yeah, and I'm just about out of Eon. I have some X39s. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have energy, right? Energy enhancers? I don't. I never, I haven't. I'm brand new to all of this. Oh, that's right. February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Given your <laughs> blood pressure, uh, I would say, yeah, the energy enhancers would be really handy um, okay. as, a, as a synergistic, you know, with the X39, being able to recharge those kidneys, those adrenals, um, if we can use those terms, um, you know, to support uh, their their healthier function. And then while we're, because okay. you, you know what, you the rest of the stuff like the eye and everything, you can't actually heal, even post-surgically, you can't actually heal other parts of the body if there's not enough energy to heal it. So it'll go exactly. a lot slower. Okay. So that's why mm-hmm. we're focusing, Dr. Dennis and I are focusing on your underlying um, energy so that right. you can do better. Yeah, with, with um, the eye. Excellent. Yeah, and you can keep and in that touch. That's called the root of the energy, the, the main underlying mm-hmm. condition, problem. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes, oh, no long-term, I just want to press the root. Okay, that's great. Thank you. You are welcome. Thanks for calling in. I hope to see you in an yeah. upcoming Q&A. We have one tomorrow night for our team. So you're oh, no, I can't welcome, welcome to Tuesdays is tough for me. But, um, oh, you can't. Okay. But, well, we'll do the yeah, next Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Okay. Alrighty, thank Take you care, so Kathy. You're welcome. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Let me just check in here. Area code 602. Hi. Hi, it's Karen. How are you? Hi, Karen. Hey, Karen. Hi. Hi, hi. Hi. I have a quick question. I have a 35-year-old woman who about seven years ago had heavy doses of an antibiotic, so I won't say the disease that they named it to be, and it sort of messed up her all inside system. So now seven years later, her main discomfort is on her knee and her meniscus, and she's been on um, patches for almost three months. And I'm just wondering if some placement is better um, and she just finds not too much change, but she's very hopeful. So she's the kind of person that she did have some stem cell injections in there a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to check with you to see what you thought um, as mm. what to use in placement. Is, she, is that her right knee? 
It is. And she doesn't have anything That's on the left the knee as far one. as she knows? She has a little, but she she's really most concerned with the right. Okay. And did the stem cell injections help temporarily? She didn't notice that. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I met her after she had the stem cell injections, and they said to it could be six months until they noticed something, but it was her second round of stem cell injections. But she's had a lot of work done on her body with glutathione treatments and all that to get all the toxicity, that pleural toxicity that she had. Mm-hmm. Seven years okay. ago with a heavy, heavy antibiotic. So that's where she's at. She's hopeful, but she's got a lot of the patches, but I've just wanted to call in to see if there might be some discussion as to where she should put and what. Okay, great. Now, before Dr. Dennis steps in, I did want to put my little, you know, holistic doctor hat on just to, and just to explain to other people as well. Um, and you probably already know this, but I'm just going to review it. Um, is that um, uh, when people uh, end up with a lot of antibiotics, uh, especially if it's heavy duty, multiple different types for a prolonged period of time, uh, their gut can get really out of balance. So when the gut gets out of balance, it's... Um, um, what can happen is that the integrity of the gut lining can get uh, very thin. When it gets thin, it becomes holy. <laughs> I like to say holy gut. Yep. So it has holes in it. And then what happens is our gut contents go through past the what's supposed to be very, very tight junctions between the cells. It goes literally right through that area. These big, huge molecules that the body has not seen before are like, ah, what is this, right? It's like, you know, you're, sometimes you end up even with an autoimmune reaction to that. And it can destroy other parts of the body because some of these things in our foods can look very much like, you know, parts of our body. So autoimmune um, has been rising um, sharply, unfortunately, over the last couple of decades. And um, if the, the reason I asked whether the stem cell injections help the knee, here's the thing. We see on an x-ray, we see, oh, it looks like there's decreased um, volume there. There's a probably meniscus, you know, tear or whatever. Uh, sometimes they'll do stem cell injections. Uh, sometimes they'll do like hyaluronic acid, you know, injections. If it does not help, what may, tells me is that the knee is probably referred pain. What do I mean by that? When the gut is healing or, well, okay, if the gut isn't healed, this fluid that basically spills out of the gut also spills into the pelvis. And this uh, fluid, because I had this happen to me, um, the fluid, this undigested food fluid then tracks down the fascial um, layers based on gravity. Now, one of the most susceptible areas is the ileocecal valve area where the ileum attaches to the colon. And there's the appendix there and that kind of thing. This ileocecal valve area can leak. The leakage goes down the right hip into the right knee and even beyond. So for me, I actually had hip pain on the right side for a very long time. And um, uh, one of the energy healers that I met, she could actually feel the the fluid going down. It's amazing. And she said, oh, my God, you got leaky gut. You got to fix that, right? I'm like, what? So this was many, many years ago. But she was absolutely right. Um, The the other therapist who also did the same kind of therapy, um, I think it's called integrated manual therapy. Anyway, she said she has seen so many people with knee replacements and right hip joint replacements because of this fluid coming out of the belly. 
So we definitely need to repair the belly. Um, she probably already sees a naturopath or some functional medicine. I would say definitely, you know, check in. Um, now, energetically, you know, I mean, I can just through energy, um, intuitive testing, whatever, I can actually test to see how healed it is. This is not the place for that. But um, I usually follow my clients, right? So if they've had antibiotics, I said, well, how happy is the integrity of your gut lining, I get a number, maybe it's 65%. I'm like, oh, we better do some work. And then we do healing on that. We, we change diet. We, we do whatever we need to do, whether that be bone broth, that kind of thing to heal that. And then the X39 is amazing at healing the gut so much faster. And in the body, the body will go, where do I need to heal first? So it's like they're looking at this little meniscus going, don't care. <laughs> I'm going to heal the gut. The gut has houses 70-80% of my immune system cells, and I need my immune system right now. Okay, so the X39 is going to heal the gut first, and um, she might actually notice, it might take longer than a month uh, or three months, but she might notice that the knee issue actually isn't a knee issue. The pain isn't there. It's actually coming from higher up. I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. But um, I just want to give you that background there because something should have happened already because you already put patches near the knee and you, she already had stem cell injections near the knee. Okay, I'll let Dr. Dennis talk now. <laughs> Get off my soapbox. Well, that's really interesting, Dr. Karen. Thank you for that overview. That was amazing. Yeah, it was. I, I was going to mention probiotics. Awesome. I was going to mention uh, the possibility of taking probiotics to deal with um, replacement of uh, damage to the gut bacteria from the um, antibiotics, but uh, that was a much more detailed description than I was going to say. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> well, I want to give the background there um, because that really surprised me. I never learned anything like that in medical school. Uh, but, you know, like I said, the therapist was right. It's, it's interesting how I've seemed to have some of these issues that people are calling in today with. Had adrenal fatigue, yep. <laughs> had leaky gut and knee issues, yep. <laughs> In my case, hip issues wow. as well. Had retinal tears, yep. <laughs> so you guys are all calling them with similar stuff. I can speak from personal experience. Um, so that healing that gut can make a huge difference in the joints, uh, especially if anybody has any sort of joint inflammation at all, could be due to a gut issue. Okay, so probiotics may be helpful, absolutely. Um, bone broth, my favorite. Uh, can be really helpful in addition to the X39. Um, so I'll, so, I'll put uh, a little note in there for you, Karen. Okay. The the perfect point for all that you've been describing in the last few minutes is called Long Wei Shui. And there's no number for it, but it's low. It's if there's a tender spot about two inches below stomach 36 on the right leg, that's usually indicated in Asian medicine for uh, appendicitis or, or swelling of the gut in that area. And from Dr. Karen's description, uh, that's the area where there's constriction going on or, or uh, leakage. And so if you slap an X39 on Lan Wei Shui, especially if that point is tender, you'll probably see a difference. And that point is right below the knee too. So you're also addressing knee energy as well as the energetics of the gut Dr. Karen just described. 
Okay, can you explain uh, how to spell Lang Wei Shui and then um, just go over the mapping again because it's not going to be in the chart? That's right. Uh, L-A-N-W-E-I-X-U-E. Lang Wei Shui. Okay, a, I really got the a, last word wrong. It's a tender spot about two inches below stomach 36. So it's lateral to the knee, below the knee, and below stomach 36, about two inches. Or too soon, actually. C-U-M. Right. That is really cool. Um, Karen, did you already do um, ice wave patches on the knee itself? So we've done Eon, Cardazine, Ice Wave, and Glutathione in X39. Okay, and you've done that in the um, the protocol that's in the ice wave brochure in terms of doing the clock protocol? Um, she couldn't notice a difference. She doesn't live near me. She couldn't notice okay. a difference when she did that. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think it's referred to pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. but I didn't know if she needed to be, um, she, for a while, had, um, she's been seeing other naturopaths, but she just was really, we're really positive about this, and I'm so glad I be able, got to be able to get in. But as far as the Eon, she basically wears the X39 and the, and the Eon patch um, mm-hmm. and the Ice Wave during the day, and then some carnosine and glutathione either at night or during the day. We've been just kind of moving them around, but basically around the hip. So this is interesting. I mean, around the knee, mm-hmm. but I don't know if we we're overdoing the knee thing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're still going to help. I mean, I think they're still going to help even if she doesn't notice a difference, but the root has to has to heal. And I'm guessing, you know, you're very um, astute in mentioning that she had major antibiotics because otherwise I wouldn't have known about that. And uh, like I said, likely referred pain, um, not actually the knee causing pain. Should she still be using the glutathione though? Uh, um... Well, she doesn't seem to get tired with it, right? Well, actually, she was really tired, um, and she wasn't sure when for a while. And she wasn't okay. really sure where that was coming from. Does that make you tired? Uh, I well, can. Well, detox reacts the first two weeks or so of using glutathione, yeah. and it makes you tired, or it could make you tired. Well, we stopped it for a while because when she saw another doctor, he put her on a month of glutathione pills, and she just went for it. And so I said, well, I don't think you should be on the patch as much because I thought it was a, a lot. Well, the glutathione pills are very ineffective and efficient, and she's wasting her money. <laughs> don't tell her that you said that. You can tell her I said that. Um, now, mind you, if she's, if she's not vegan, is she? Uh, no, I don't believe okay. so. Yeah, because yeah, uh, people, vegan that. people have to be careful because they're not they may not have enough cysteine and certain other amino acids to build the proteins we need them to build with the patches. So mm-hmm. the, you know, as long as she eats meat in some form, she'll probably have enough cysteine to make the glutathione with the glutathione signal. But the glutathione oh, yeah. uh, patches increases glutathione levels so much higher than any pills could ever do. Hemp hemp protein powder also has cysteine in it. Okay, a higher yeah, content than um, dairy. 
Yeah, so I'm going to be able to let theory. her listen to this replay also, right? I'll be able to have her listen to this replay. Yeah, she'll want to forward it to about an hour and 20 minutes in. Yeah. And how about yeah. the ice wave? How about the ice wave and the eon for the inflammation? That's what we were. Well, the thing is, where are we I'm treating? Right? Find out if she's already done the. Uh, I I mean, what I would probably do honestly, because we don't even know if the pain's coming from the knee. Um, I would probably just uh, put it on the bottom of the feet. Personally, I don't know about you, Dr. Dennis. I mean, because we don't know what we're, are we treating pain actually that's referred from the gut or the ileocecal valve or, you know, you already have that X39 on um, that Longway Shui on the right outside tibia. Um, so I would say, because we don't know where the pain's coming from, I would just put it on the bottom of the feet and try that. Yo, that that's good, already. That's put what on the strategy. Put, Either kidney one what or... On I'm sorry, I didn't the hear. Where do you want to put on the bottom of the feet? Kidney one. No, what, the ball what patch? Ice wave. Which, oh, ice wave, okay. Okay. And, yeah. uh, it used to be in the brochure, and it's no longer in the brochure, Dr. Dennis, in case you didn't know. So people don't know what we're talking oh, about. This. They took it out of the brochure right. over a couple of years ago. <laughs> but I still have some old brochures, so I didn't know. Somebody had to tell me. Okay. So, um, Thank you. An alternative to using ice wave on the bottoms of the feet would be to use it on spleen six. That way you're getting all three yin channels running up the inside of the leg, including the, the liver and the spleen and the kidney. And because you don't know the root of the inflammation yet, then that might be useful. Okay. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And as far as glutathione, I would say, you know, she, uh, she could definitely start using it again, but maybe less often, maybe three times a week. And in this case, I'd probably put it just somewhere in the center line. And the spleen six is where I'm sorry to. My that is in the chart. So that is in the um, yinyounghouse.com. So that's, uh, okay, you I'll should memorize that point, actually, because uh, that, if you have the SP6 complete brochure, you'll see it there, too. Okay. Inside. All right, thank uh, you for getting me in. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Awesome. Great questions. Okay, so I'm going to mute you now. And uh, let's see. Area code 612. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Lois. Hi, Lois. I have someone that has been struggling with having a lump on his neck since the end of September of 2020. And we've used multiple types of patches, got a pretty clean diet, drinks lots of water, and the lump will move a bit, you know, like maybe an inch one way or another, either on either side of the neck or up or down, but the lump never goes away. And just kind of confused at where to go next. How big's the lump? Yes, it's a lump. How big is it? Oh, probably um, two inches by an inch and a half, maybe three inches by an inch and a half. Okay. It's right below the ear on the right side of the neck. And has he seen a doctor for that? 
to know what the diagnosis is? They thought maybe that it was a clogged um, lymph node, and mm -hmm. he had blood work done, and everything came out fine. Is it painful at all? Uh, once in a while, maybe, but mostly not. Okay. All right. Is it soft or is it hard? It's more, um, it's hard, but not okay. rock hard. I mean, you can move it a little bit. Well, you can't really move the lump. I shouldn't say it like that, but when you press in, there's a little bit of an indentation. Um, and it's kind of like the shape of an egg, to be honest. Quite mm -hmm. Not quite as big, though. So do you know what a um, do you know what a rubber ball um, you know what that feels like? Do you think it's like that? Yeah, like it's sort of hard, but you can still press into it. Yeah, I sort would like... say it's maybe a little harder than that. Okay, and is it smooth or or is it like got a little lot of bumps in it? Bumps no, within no bumps. bumps. No bumps. No bumps in the okay. Lump. You can literally you can literally draw a circle around it, right? With a marker. Yes. Yeah, we call that but, well but circumscribed. Oval, like an like an egg. Yes, egg shape. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Got it. Okay. Oh, I I guess in my notes, undentable is not a word, people. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll put slightly pliable because I can't think of another word to put on on the notes. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm getting uh, the alert from the grammar police that that is not correct. Okay, well, we love lumps. Not really. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Dr. Dennis has great protocols for lumps, so I'll let you talk, Dr. Dennis. Well, first, I'd like to know if it's um, red and warm or if it's cold and just, like, pale colored. I would say that it's probably warm but no it's not pale color it's, it's the same color as his skin okay well and it's the first thing underneath I, the skin underneath the skin yeah can you tell how deep it is uh I'd like say is it um in the uh connective tissue or is it embedded deep in the muscle no i don't think it's in the muscle um, you know, it sticks out probably half to three quarters of an inch, maybe even a little bit of an inch. And then at, when it gets to the outside of the lump, they all taper back in. Okay. Well, if I weren't using patches and I were doing Qigong therapy <clears throat> on um, an obstructed uh, lymph uh, because the lymph isn't moving and it's um, not going through the node and it, it's obstructed. You could move that with chi. And so I'd break up the stagnation and move the chi, and that often resolves the issue. So you could use patches to simulate that by doing sweeping. So you could... Uh, say, take um, ice wave patches and put them in the palms of your hands with the white one on the right and the tan one on the left, and then um, put the tan one below where the lump is, say further down on the neck, and take the white one and sweep it from the bottom of the ear down, and then lift it up 
off the body, away from it, six inches away, and go back to the beginning point and put your hand down again and sweep and take it off the body and go back and then put it near the body again and sweep. So it continued sweeping like that. Just with the right hand, Dr. Dennis? Uh, with the right hand, with the with the white one in there, and the, the left hand has a tan patch that's below the sweep. So you're sweeping down towards the uh, tan patch. Yeah, so you're leaving the, the, the tan patch hand still, and you're just sweeping yeah. over and over and again with the white patch down towards the tan patch. Yeah. Okay, great. And Got it. If that doesn't seem to work, then switch the polarity, <clears throat> put the white one below, and sweep with the tan one. So, um, to under, so I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly, you do that only on your hands. You don't put the patch on the lump at all. Correct. Because you're sweeping. Okay. That means you're moving the chi or the energy through the lump. You're trying to generate a movement of energy that will unblock the, the lymph node and get the lymph to move. Okay. So do, you just, do you just have the one set of patches, or do you have two set of patches? Just one for that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And also, if if it were inflamed and red or hot, that would be an excess energy in that lump. And then I'd say to just use the tan patch for the sweeping to, to move and have the white one still. But if it's cold and white, that would be a deficiency. Then I'd sweep just with the white one so you tonify the deficiency to get the energy to move. Okay. But since, since we don't know, like it's neutral, you could use both and see what happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll have to do a micro-training video for you as well, Lois, because um, it's sort of like yeah. giving a haircut over the phone. It's a little bit... Uh, <laughs> tricky uh to do that um yeah i think i think i really it does really does sound like a lymph node and it does sound like a clogged lymph node nothing dangerous um we can't diagnose with the phone but obviously he's been to a medical doctor and they didn't feel it was you know cancerous or something that needed um um, an aspiration or or um you know um taking a look at under the microscope so that's very um you know reassuring let's put that away um, right. Yeah, I think this is the way to go is, is with the sweeping. And, okay. and allopathically trained doctors typically don't think about moving lymph to detox and um, unobstruct stuck lymph nodes. They have more elaborate things they try to do with drugs and surgery. But yeah. something as simple as moving the chi can resolve the issue. Okay. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, um, is that um, one of the points I really love is Kidney 27. I actually have, have them on me today. I just did a whole bunch of block therapy on my chest and right under the clavicle, so it's like over there. Uh, but it's a great point because it is um, very, very close to the lymph ports. There's a left lymph port and there's a white, uh, right lymph port. And these ports, if they're open, they let the lymph drain properly from your head, your neck, your shoulders, your belly, your legs, etc. Interestingly, uh, where's the lymph? Is the uh, lump is on the left or the right in this case? The right. 
Oh, it's on the right. Okay. So normally the the right lymph port uh, stays open easier than the left in my personal experience, maybe because it only drains the head, neck, and the the upper body, whereas the left drains the uh, the left side of the head, neck, upper and lower body, legs, etc. So the left lymph port has a lot more to drain. But what I do is um, after I do the sweeping, assuming that you know I feel like it's helping, um, then I actually put either energy enhancers or ice waves on kidney 27 to, with the intention of keeping those lymph ports open so that the lymph can continue draining after that. And is the liver, um, I can look it up, 27, is that on the chest area? That's on the chest right underneath the, um, um, the cl- uh, sorry, Clever. the sternoclavicular joint. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> It, it's, okay. it's half assumed bilateral to the uh, sternum right under the clavicle. Got it. Okay. Now, it's a kidney 27, not liver. Oh, yes, kidney. Yeah, you're kidney. Supposed to say liver. Okay. All right. Sorry. So kidney. It's kidney. All right. Mm-hmm. Anything else, or do you think that should do it? Let's try that first. Okay. All right. And then as far as the video, I mean, we'll, we'll do the method as you explained. Is, do you have a video somewhere online where you can I do not. I'd have to make it. Well, I do have oh. a, a video on, on sweeping. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't have a video specific to what doctor, the, the style that Dr. Dennis mentioned today, where you, you anchor one color with one hand and you sweep only with the other hand. I don't have okay. that. And you thought you had all the videos made that you needed to already. Oh, no, I've been making new ones since this past year. Oh, my goodness. There's always something that uh, is better done visually. <laughs> yeah, like somebody asked me about um, the other day, where's that brain hat, right? Because I made a video on if somebody had a stroke and you want to put the X39 over the area of the stroke specifically. Sometimes if they're like, okay, it's the right parietal lobe, and you're like, uh, the, you know, if you're not a medical person, how are you supposed to know what that is, right? So there's this cutout thing that you can print off for children that's color-coded. You have a color printer, and it's a brain hat. So you print it on paper, and then you tape it together, and you put it on your head, and then you know where your parietal lobe is. And you put the patch right on, right on the hat. <laughs> anyway, so I've been having fun making videos. Um, I probably need more time to clean the house or something, but I like making videos better. So (laughs) can I ask ask one more question or a couple questions actually, please. Um, How many times should he sweep and for how long each Mm. time? Just uh, sweep as um, long as, uh, in, until he gets bored with it, <laughs> like a, a few minutes. The, the longer, the more, the better. And also thought of something else to add to that. When when he's um, done sweeping, use those ice wave patches on stomach 40 because obstruction um, is often caused by accumulation of phlegm and stomach 40 disperses phlegm in Asian medicine. So that would help just break up. Outer leg, lower leg. Yeah, it's halfway between the knee and the ankle on the lateral part of the uh, shin bone. Stomach 40. For dispersing phlegm. So then you'd put the ice wave the same where you'd have the white on right and then the tan on the left, or would you put it right by it and do the clockwork? 
No, uh, for for stomach forty, you'd put white on the right hand and the left leg. Okay. Yep, and if you're like, hey, you know, should I do the stomach 40 and the kidney 27, you certainly can. Um, you can, um, you know, use two sets of energy or two sets of ice wave or one set of energy, one set of ice wave or, you know, whatever. So you could if you wanted to use both um, at the same time. I would just probably put a patch on the center line just to make nice little triangles. Yeah, exactly. So what would you put on the center line Say then? Uh, use... Um, CV uh, four or six. You can use any Eon patch that you're not already, sorry, YH patch you're not already using or an X39. Yeah. And and he's using all of them. So what would you recommend? Nirvana. Ah, You had to say that one, Dr. Kenneth. Of course. And what, well, two questions. Well, one is I, I don't have Nirvana. I have on my order for the next month. Um, is there another one or well, actually I can get a Nirvana. Have? I take that back. I can I can get a Nirvana because one of my customers has a Nirvana. So I'll do that. But may I ask why would you recommend that? Uh, because it is dealing with dopamine balance in the brain. Oh, how's that help and the it, limbs? It helps, helps you feel good and relax. How does it help the lymph? Um, I don't have a direct answer for that at the moment. I just got a hit that that's the right patch to use in the center ah. of that Merkaba. And and that would be the C4 or C6, you said? Yeah. Okay. Cool. The Don Tian area. Thank you very much. You are very welcome, yeah. Lois. Really we have about Thank 10 you. minutes. Sure. You're welcome. I'm just going to mute you here for a sec. Um, I'm just taking a look at if this person answered my question. There's one on the um, event. Um, okay, so um, I think Lori had also a question about um, just for pain and swelling. Can they be used longer than 12 hours? By removing patches, doesn't the pain and swelling return? Yeah, so uh, if you're using LifeWave IceWave patches for pain, uh, a lot of people do notice that the that uh, the pain relief continues past the 12 hours. I know corporate says to take them off after 12 hours um, so the body can rest and the signal can rest. Um, for IceWave, I'm not that strict on that. For X39, I'm very strict on that, 12 hours on, 12 hours off. But for IceWave, I just tell people, you know what, just keep them on. So they stop working because you'll know because the pain starts coming back, <laughs> you know, and then you can put another set on. I don't necessarily have to, you know, uh, you could try, see how it feels, uh, leave that 12 hour free and have the person in pain. So what I notice is as those obstructions get dealt with, they don't need the ice wave as often. So yes, the pain and swelling may return soon after you take them off uh, if it's a brand new you know, a person who has not used, you know, the patches before, but over time what we see is that they don't have to use it often. Uh, The pain is diminished, even if it does return, and then eventually it may go away, especially if you're dealing with uh, treating the root of the issue too. So if they're, you know, allergic to gluten, for example, if they stop eating gluten, you know, then the cause of the pain may, you know, uh, the pain may 
reduced. They may be healing their gut, right? X39 is awesome. I love everyone on, pretty much on X39, at least every other day. Uh, it's great for healing the gut, which is a big problem with all sorts of pain issues. Uh, I mentioned that in my book, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, a Holistic Approach. So that's what I would do, Lori. And I let me just check to see. I think that might be it for our questions, Dr. Dennis. Oh, wait, one more. Oh, right. uh, okay, this is from my friend, Kathy. Uh, glutathione, okay. how is that different, or does it affect glutamate dehydrogenase? Uh, I was tested to be both high and low in this, so may not be assimilated. I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not as familiar. So glutathione and glutamate are completely different molecules, but um, did you have any information on that, Dr. Dennis? Um, well, uh, glutamate's um, the salt of one of the amino acids. Um, and um, glutathione is made of three amino acids. It's a different molecule. It, it includes um, the... Um, I forget, well, cysteine and a couple other amino acids I'm forgetting at the moment. But, um, yeah, they're different molecules. Now, the glutamate's a neurotransmitter or um, a precursor to neurotransmitter. And um, glutathione is antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, does all kinds of stuff we've been talking about. Okay, well, yeah, actually, glutamate, the amino acid, is... I just looked it up, not that I remembered. Uh, so the glutamate, glycine, and cysteine are part of glutathione. So there's a connection, right. but they're not the same. Um, yeah. But glutamate is a precursor. And, okay, my, my chat has frozen. Shoot, I'm so sorry, guys. If you wrote stuff in the chat, I can't reply for some reason. Ah, Okay, I can't reply. Okay. Um, I was tested both high and low in this glutamate dehydrogenase. Well, glutamate dehydrogenase is not glutamate, right? That's an enzyme that um, is right. part of this whole, I think, glutathione production thing. You know, I would probably um, <laughs> I would probably do muscle testing and just check how happy that enzyme is and why is it not happy. Um, so I'd have to figure out what makes glutamate dehydrogenase, which I do not know. I'd have to look that up. So unfortunately, I'm not being very helpful at the moment. Yeah, I'd have to do the same. Look up the uh, biochemistry behind um, dehydrogenase. Um, I've been through that many times before, but I'm just spacing it at the moment. You don't use it well, every you, day. Well, you don't have to memorize everything, <laughs> Dr. Dennis. We know you're brilliant. Um, I, my, my brain conveniently forgets things that I don't have to use every day. <laughs> It's like, you know, you should have seen me going to my 25th, a uh, couple of years ago, uh, medical uh, class reunion, Dr. Dennis. I had to, mm-hmm. I went early back to the school to look at the pictures on the wall so I could remember everybody's yeah. name. <laughs> I was wow. like, oh my gosh, because I don't, you know, I don't chat with them. Like I, my best friends I knew, but you know what I mean? Like some of the other people I was like, you know, looking at them going, oh my gosh, Right. So I had to like literally memorize it before going into the party. And the funny thing is that I went to um, two classes before me and I saw Dr. Mark Hyman's um, picture. 
Mm-hmm. So, because because one of my professors said, and he's quite famous, one of my professors said, "Oh yeah, you and Mark are really, you know, you've got these best-selling books. We're so proud of you." I'm like, Mark Hyman went to Ottawa U. He goes, "Oh yeah, you didn't know that." I'm like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Uh, any last words, Doctor Dennis, before we go for today? It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I think we helped a lot of people, and I'm glad that we have that opportunity. Yeah, that was super fun. So same back channel, same back place. So slightly different link, of course. Next month, first Monday of the month, your Q&As, um, bring friends and <laughs> family members. I will be finishing up this blog post, and I will be sharing it uh, to the uh, sorry, the LifeWave Phototherapy, LW Phototherapy Patch Training Team Facebook business page and then you can share that wherever you want uh, after that or if you're in my group I'm going to share it in the group as well and also share it on my personal profile on Facebook um, just because I connected there as well so yeah there's, uh, so- there's one, more, one more one more thing I'd like to put out there and that is that my sister who's a nurse Heidi and I have one once a month a healthwise clinic where we deal with the uh, energy medicine aspects of Asian medicine because I'm a metaphysician of Asian medicine. And so we go above and beyond LifeWave patches and, and look at how to use them for um, alchemical purposes, for transformation of energy and to hold energy grids and using a lot of different approaches. And so if anybody's interested in participating or asking questions or listening in or you can even ask how to patch question application questions there too. Uh, you're welcome to join us. And if you'd like the link, uh, I think Dr. Karen has that posted in a flyer on her website. Okay. Cause you, you told me that also, link wasn't working for a while. So it's working again. Yeah. I'll, I'll you send said it you to shut you again. those down for a while. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll update the blog post uh, with that. Thank you, Dr. Dan. It's very generous of you. Sure. And or you can uh, you can Facebook private message uh, me or my sister Heidi and we'll send you the link to our Zoom room for the third Monday of every month at three Pacific time. Third Just for Monday an hour. Monday at three p.m. Pacific. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll update that blog after I get that from Dr. Dennis. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening in. Um, all the LifeWave folks. We will talk to you next month. Bye for now. Be well, everyone.